Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. With the biggest stories of the day, it's the Big Three at Three. Number one. All right. Hey, the first thing we got to get going here on the Big Three. One, Wade Smith is in as Clint Sterner is out today. As we are live, we are live at NRG as uh, this thing is about to pick up here in a bit for the uh, Tax Act Texas Bowl. Ole Miss of the SEC, uh, they're taking on Texas Tech uh, uh, out of the Big 12. Ole Miss is a four-point favorite in this game for those of you who are wondering. But uh, it's about to be a good time, so come hang out uh, with us. We're at the Bud Light Plaza. If you see us, say hello and uh, and uh, and uh, come and have a good time with us. Should be a good game tonight, though, right? Yeah, it's looking it's forward to it, man. You got an SEC team uh, in, in Ole Miss, and then you got a Big 12 team in Texas Tech, and they're they're always it's always good to see that who, who the Let's see what what you got here today um, with, with Ole Miss and, and Texas Tech. It'll be a good game. Yeah, so uh, so stay tuned. Come on out as a as the crowd will pick up here. Should be a good good crowd here with these uh, these two schools and big alumni bases. Uh, out here at NRG, so uh, we'll be looking at that. Um, but the real big, uh, big thing also to go along with this uh, this bowl game is um, is an update on Kenyon Green. Kenyon Green, the uh, the second of the two first round picks for the Texans. He's missed the last two games uh, with an injury, an ankle injury. Uh, earlier in the week, Texans coach Lovey Smith says he's hopeful, hopeful that Kenyon Green will be available versus Jacksonville coming up on Sunday. Uh, but no real update on his uh, on his injury uh, case right now. They're still looking at it, still kind of in the same space. Um, he did earlier say that he doesn't believe he's going to be out for the year. Man, he's somebody. Boy, I, I, we know that Derek Stingley is obviously done for the season. But man, what we've watched from from Kenyon Green, you know the position well. He needs. He he seems like someone who needs reps, who needs to be out there playing. Uh, playing against NFL town. Well, I, I would say this. Um, we were talking about dominoes er- earlier. All money, not good money. And I know he needs reps, but if he's not healthy, if he's yeah. not the guy that physically what he's shown he can be earlier on in the year, if he's injured, if he's banged up, he hasn't dealt well. Some guys in the league can figure out how to play with injuries and how to you know, utilize some of their strengths to their advantage when there's a part of them that's bothering them. If their feet's jacked up, they'll be better with their hands. If their hands are jacked up, they'll be better with their feet. What I saw out of Kenyon Green was a guy that was hurt and wasn't wasn't able to figure out the way to overcome that injury and play to his strengths in order to be to perform well on the field. And so I want him to get back healthy. Because How long do you think he's been hurt? Uh, I've seen him limping around for it seemed like about three, four weeks now. Um, now, when he was getting beat up on by some of those really good defensive linemen, he wasn't hurt back then. So I don't want to, you know, that's, let's not okay. try to make excuses for guys. But I distinctly remember him watching the past few weeks, um, and he was he was getting banged up in, in the game. He's limping, and he go out the game, and then come back in the game, and he just wasn't he wasn't using his hands properly. He wasn't being aggressive. He was just trying to get through it. And if you're just trying to get it get through it, you're going to get exploited. And so I would rather him not get exploited and miss a couple of games if he's not ready to go. That's something he's got to figure out of how to play with injury because play through, you know, different ailments. That's part of be, being a pro. But if he's not ready yet, I, I, don't, I don't want him to put continue to put bad film out there 
uh, because you don't. I mean, that's that's something that's is very difficult to overcome. Okay. I, I, all right. I, here I'm gonna quit playing around. I need you to. I need you to help me, Wade. What's I, that? I, I, I mean, you may not see it, but I'm I'm on the ledge here. With what? Uh, I'm nervous as hell about Kenny Drake. I I, I I I I'm not gonna lie to you. I I like I am. I, and I'm glad to have you. I need somebody to talk me off the ledge, and I know I'm not the only one. I know I'm not the only one out here. He is scaring me. I like I'm watching him because he has to work. Like if you're going to go at 15 to go get a guard, like you got to believe this is a cat that can be there for you and a starter for years to come, right? He's like that's a, and I'm watching him. The injury, and I'm hoping that that's what it is. But I can't get I, I can't get my mind out the Washington game. Uh, the, there was a couple of other games in there. As I described, he looked like he was the only person out there. All 22 people were playing on turf except him. He looked like he was on a sheet of ice with Stacey Adams. He could stay on his feet. He was sliding. Like he, 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 I just said, I need you to tell. Like, and I know I'm not supposed to think this way. It's year one for a rookie, especially offensive lineman. And I know you said it; they suck. But man, I don't know. They don't all suck, but he's, but he's, he's scared. He's, he's, he is scaring me. Like. I'm trying. I'm trying not to look at Ross Blacklock and say, "Boy, when I watched him early, I felt like, all right, man, he's getting overpowered, but he's going to learn the league. He's got some talent. He'll get." It never quite, quite turned around like Luther's curl. It never. It never came around. I need. <laughs> listen, you know this position well, Wade. I need you to talk me. And there are going to be some other people on here who are lying uh, on, the, on the trailer wheel and frame text line. They're going to say, "No, I'm not worried about it." But I know there's some folks out here looking at, at Kenyon Green just saying, oh, my God. Like, he's coming out. they got to give him breaks. Like, you know, that, that's not what you normally see from offensive linemen. Justin McCray got to come in and get a series for him. Like, can you talk me? I'm going to shut up now. But can you talk talk me off this ledge? I'm not going to talk you off a ledge oh, because damn, I, think, I think some of your concerns are valid. But there's, <sighs> there's lots of reasons why you can point to lots of examples. Within this organization, you can point to of guys that rookie years struggled and became big time players for the organization. Kareem Jackson, yes. Wayne Brown, like these Good. these are guys that, 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 that but but he has to go out and do it. So and, and what I say on the air is not going to make Kenyon Green be aggressive with his hands and punch guys and, and shut them down early in the down and or switch up his his pass sets or or be more physical when he's pulling and driving guys out the hole. What I say is not going to make him do that. Now, there's a lot of things, a lot of evidence that he's shown in his college career all the way up until this point that he will be able to do those things, and that's what you have to So the issues that's what he's you having have to count are fixable? On. The issues yeah, he's having are? thousand percent. Because, it, because if they weren't fixable issues, he would have never got drafted that high. Because it wasn't, you don't draft offensive linemen that high no, off of, like, projection. They have to actually have done some things for you to say, oh, yeah, I, I like the way this guy gets his second foot in the ground and, and moves other grown men. I like the way that he uses his hands and shuts guys down early in, in plays. Like, these are things that he's shown to be able to do. I like his versatility. He played tackle. He played both tackles. He played guards in the SEC. These are things that he did. Earlier on in this year, the narrative about Kenyon Green was that the Texans made an excellent pick. And after like the first five, six weeks of the season, all these different 
you know, the pro football focus and all that you're talking about. He's, you know, he's got the least amount of pressures out of offense. All the, these are all these outside people saying Kenyon Green is a great pick. This is a good job. This is, he's on his way. And then he, he dealt with some really damn good football players and struggled. That happens. And then he got banged up. And so now the narrative about who Kenyon Green is a player changed. I just feel like when you talk about NFL players, you talk about guys that are young playing early, you have to have give them time to play things out. You have to give them time to let it play out. He has all the tools you need to be what you want out of that 15 pick in the draft. But you have legitimate reasons to have concerns yeah, that- because what you're seeing is not – what you have seen out of Ken Green. And, I hope and he's got to go out there and change that narrative. He's got to go out there and fix the things that are fixable in his game. I hope it doesn't sound like I've, I've given up on him. I, I'm not. I'm just nervous. I'm looking and I'm like, damn, it, it's not supposed to be like that. It's like, it's not supposed to be like that. And, I'm just, I, and I ain't going to lie to you. The thing that happened, I can remember it, that really, that really raised my eyes to him. The Dallas game. He had he had he had digs the corner, excellent block. It was like a screen, and he drove him up the sideline and drove him towards the sideline. Mm-hmm. And he turned around and digs a little bitty little itty bitty corner came and just two hands shoved him in the back mm-hmm. after the whistle after the play. Mm-hmm. And he just 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 took it back to the huddle. What was he supposed to do? I, 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 I for me get the penalty I, and then cast out. For me, I feel what like was he we supposed got. To do? I, for me, I just feel like man, you, like oh, I don't, I don't want him letting no little bitty corner putting his hands on him. At least turn around, at least, at least address it. Something shove that. I would have been all right for the fifteen yard penalty. You to say me, that, but then I, somebody else would say, oh, he's picking on the little guy. I'm not, that's or fine. Or he's getting penalties. That's and he, fine. He that's fine. Wade. Uh, there should be somebody. But for, I'm just talking about. I'm someone, talking about show. You know what I care about? I'm talking about. You know what show. I care about? What? I care about him whooping the guy from whistle to whistle. That's all I care about. I just like. I don't the, care about I what happened before. Toughness. I don't that, care. That threw me off. You show man. your toughness during the play. You show your composure and your your self your your selflessness after the whistle. Yeah. If he would have done what you I wanted to nasty. do, I just want you to turn around and address it. I just feel like you, you show your nasty when you whoop somebody during the play. That's the nasty I want. I don't need the nasty after the play. You I don't need just, that. You would have took it to the huddle. Do what? I said you would have took it to the huddle. I wouldn't have got pushed. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying because back in the day, them DBs out there. We used to run and throw and cut their ass. <laughs> and so if we ran and threw and cut their ass, he might he might push me and I'm gonna laugh at him because I just dropped you. So yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm not tripping off of that. Uh, did, I'm gonna that, I'm gonna kick your ass during like, the play. That's what matters. And maybe and maybe it was maybe it was all of the tough play leading up to it where he struggled and then like he that just to got, me, I mean, after, he got drilled in the back and I'm like, oh boy, this thing's about to stop. There's no toughness shown after a play. No, I mean, I just, I, that's, I just, that's 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 fake. That's fake. That's fake tough guy stuff. I, yeah, I, I show no tough because look, if you're a player that is really tough, dudes are not gonna do that to you. So if he's continuing to whoop people's ass in between the snaps, he won't get pushed in the back. And he's a rookie, he's young in the league, he hasn't had time to build that credibility. But you're not seeing guys pushing Quentin Nelson after the play. They don't do that. No, you're not. Because, because the dudes up front be like, hey, man, I got to deal with this dude. Leave him alone. Yeah. So he has to earn the dudes it. Up but front I, saying that, that, that shows me nothing if he was to I retaliate against a, a little it. guy that just that made me catches picks and gets burnt. Like, that's digs. He's feast or famine. 
You whooping right. that guy after the play doesn't show me anything. All right, we'll see what goes on. But Kenyon Green, we'll keep an eye on that, uh, his status for coming up this week against Jacksonville. Uh, be really, really great if he's healthy enough to play. Number two. All right, quarterback news around the NFL. And I'm going to start with the latest one, uh, uh, Wade. The Raiders are benching their longtime starting quarterback, Derek Carr, and turning to Jarrett Stenham, former Baylor Bear, Jarrett Stenham, as their new starting quarterback. Carr has thrown a league-leading 14 interceptions, including three Saturday night during a 13-10 loss to the Steelers. Uh, And uh, he is being benched uh, for the Raiders right now. I feel like, to me, when you do this, and you're Josh McDaniel, who I who I who I don't I, I don't believe is a good head coach, but you're you're this. <laughs> what you're would benching, make you say such a thing? You're benching him. What would make you say? How you doing? Me, what would make you say such a thing? Everything like losing to Jeff Saturday in the first time he ever walked in. Anyway, <laughs> it's over for Derek Carr in, in Vegas, right? Listen to me. I, I, it's Der- over. Derek Carr, and it probably should be like many quarterbacks that when you have. Um, one of those Patriot Way guys come in there and run that offensive scheme that nobody else can run well except for Tom Brady. They struggle in it. All of a sudden, minutes. all of a sudden, you know, Derek Carr last year, they were talking about him having like I forgot what his stats were last year, but I remember there was a there was a heated debate between him and Russell Wilson, who was the better quarterback there out were, of those two. There were a conversation being a top ten quarterback. Thousand percent. He was playing very well under a different way of doing things. Now they got the Patriot way and that whole scheme and that hey we, we you know we're, we're we're multiple we could adapt to any situation but you have no identity and struggle you got Devonte Adams there and you can't get him the ball I mean, we, you're throwing interceptions you don't look like yourself so if I'm Derek Carr I don't mind that I'm out because he can go somewhere else and be better mm. I, I wonder just, what I, that means for Devonte Adams because I, I think Derek Carr was he a got big paid. reason why he why he came there I understand Devontae, he got paid he ain't going nowhere. Oh, he's, oh, I know he's, he's not. not going nowhere. They're gonna have Jerry Stidham is one of his guys. Is one of uh, McDaniel's guys. Yeah, he's, McDaniel's yeah, he's guys. a Patriot, he he's a Patriot, Patriot guy, so yeah. he knows the offense. He they trust him to get the ball off quickly, um, not turn the ball over. All those things that we hear, you know, down here, you hear those same things. That's what they want out of Jerry Stidham. Derek Carr is not giving them that, and so he's getting benched. And it doesn't surprise me one bit. Um, because I've, I've, I've yet to seen it work for any sustained period of time when one of those guys leave and they bring that offensive scheme with them outside of Brady. I, can, y'all, can somebody give me the example? Every time I come on the show, some kind of way this comes up, and it's the same thing. Yeah. I've seen a lot of other schemes where you just throw any quarterback. How is Brock Purdy getting you 20-some fantasy points every week? Mm. Who is Brock Purdy? Yeah. Right? Jimmy Word. Jimmy Word. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I, I believe uh, uh, Jimmy's not good, yeah, but he worked in that offense. And, and I believe Lance was going to work. He was going to work. He was working. Yeah. Whoever they throw in there is going to work yeah. out. Just, yeah. You know, there's different different strokes for different folks. I just haven't seen that way of doing things work elsewhere. So I don't blame Derek Carr. I just he just he's another he's a he's a product of the system in the opposite way. All right, uh, Raiders going to be in search for. Uh, it looks like a new starting quarterback, so there's another team that may be in the market to be drafting a quarterback next year as David as Derek Carr goes to the bench the rest of the way. Big 
three at three. Number three. All right, as we as we move through this, and I'm surrounded by some people I feel like uh, saw this, and, and I know I know Wade had a little half cheer himself. It's not a full one. Luka Doncic last night. <laughs> Good God Bro. Almighty, man! I, listen, Bro. James Harden was the first person to get the sixty, the sixty point triple double, but Luka last night sixty. 21 rebounds, 10 assists, and the way that he was able to send the game to overtime and a play that I watch attempted in college and in the NBA all the time that never works. The shoot it hard off the backboard and and and, 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 and allow yourself to tie in the game. He got it back to himself to get his 58 point to send this thing into overtime against the Knicks. I know I know you follow the Mavericks being thousand percent a, a, a Dallas kid. That was uh that, that Luca boy, that that's something else. Um and he I, is something else. I just gotta tell you as a Mavericks fan, I feel blessed. It's kinda like the same the same feeling I had here, when you had Andre Johnson here forever and then backdoor with DeAndre Hopkins. Just blessed to have like that caliber of player at that position. Just back-to-back years. Now, there were some people that came in this building and, and got Hopkins out of here, and I'll never forgive them for that. You know, they're not here anymore. But wow, I just got to say that, that, took that they took that dream away from me of having that, con, 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 what was that? Continuity. Continuity between Dre and to Hopkins. That, that got ended too soon. That ain't going to happen in Dallas. Cuban not going to let that happen. You have Dirk with the, with the statue on a statue day. It's clean, yeah. Clean as hell. Yeah, and then yeah. he goes out there and gives you 60, 21, and 10. Mm. Yeah, he's, he's young a man's a problem, player. and he, he's not out jumping anybody. No. He's not out quicking anybody. He's not out athleticizing anybody, but he gets buckets. He does. He man. gets buckets, gets and he's and one of the best in the for league. everybody. Yeah, I mean, you Fun look to watch. at you look at his cast. He's a likable player. Like, yeah. there's people in Houston to be like, I can't stand the Mavericks, but I mess with Luca. Yeah. I can't stand the Mavericks, but I mess with Dirk. That's that's the type of guy he is. All right, one of the players for the Texans who are go- who's going to be. A huge conversation in the offseason. Is it a must? Is it a must that he remains with the Texans or do they have to move this player? I think you might know who we're talking about. We'll tell you who coming up next. The Texans take on the Jaguars in the final home game of the season. Catch the action Sunday, starting with Texans Countdown, presented by Modelo at 9. Kickoffs at noon on Fan Appreciation Day, presented by Verizon. Then check out Texans postgame right after the clock hits zeros. Insider access, exclusive content, Sports Radio 610. The Texans play here. You don't have to go through yet another year with that knee pain or that back pain. People with chronic joint pain are getting real lasting relief from QC Kinetics. Hey, it's Clint Sterner. QC Kinetics is a nation's leader in advanced regenerative medicine. Their unique protocols use healing agents from your own body to target aching joints, repairing and restoring damaged tissue. So you can move again, folks, with no surgery, no drugs, and no downtime. You got shoulder pain, excruciating hip pain. If you have any arthritis pain or lingering pain from an injury, don't let them operate on you or give you more steroid shots and say no to pain pills, folks. Call QC Kinetics and see if their life-changing, all-natural treatments can get you living your best life in the new year. I'm telling you, people are raving about these treatments all over Houston. This is the future of joint pain management, folks, and appointments are available as soon as next week. Make 2023 the year you say goodbye to joint pain. QC Kinetics, 713-913-5285. 713-913-5285. 
5285. Stretch your lashes to new heights with CoverGirl Exhibitionist Stretch and Strengthen Mascara. Up to 60% longer looking lashes. It's an instant lash extension effect. Lift, stretch, and lengthen with a lightweight formula infused with biotin, peptides, and pro-vitamin B5 for strength and protection against breakage. Looking for a lash extension in a bottle? Try CoverGirl Exhibitionist Stretch and Strengthen Mascara for up to 60% longer lashes. From easy, breezy, beautiful cover girl thank you to all of the business owners who kept people employed during the pandemic for all you've done you may be eligible to claim the employee retention tax credit a payroll tax refund from the united states treasury department applicable to businesses who kept employees on payroll during the pandemic the window is closing to claim your refund contact paychecks to see if you qualify paychecks is proud to have helped more than 45,000 businesses secure over 9.2 billion dollars in ertc claims an average of 190,000 dollars per business 50 years and thousands of experts in HR, payroll, benefits, and insurance. You may be eligible to claim the employee retention tax credit, a payroll tax refund from the United States Treasury Department, applicable to businesses who kept employees on payroll during the pandemic. The window is closing to claim your refund. Contact Paychex to see if you qualify. Visit Paychex.com ERTC to find out how Paychex can help you get additional cash into your business. Paychex.com ERTC. Paychex.com slash ERTC. Tis the season for holiday shopping at Zadok Jewelers. You can join them every weekend in December for their holiday trunk show series. And the very first event starts this weekend. Stop by Zadok Jewelers on Friday and Saturday. You can meet with brand experts, shop extended collections from Phillips House, Roberto Coin, JB Star, and more. With exclusive pieces and one-of-a-kind gifts flown in, especially for you. Come in for a glass of bubbly and enjoy the winter wonderland at Zadok. They're also open Sundays in December from 12 to 5. Broncraft Chevrolet has 2022 Silverados listed under MSRP. Shop the best and leave impressed. Roncraft Chevrolet on I-10 next to Bucky's in Baytown. 2022 Silverados under MSRP. Find new roads at roncraftchevrolet.com. Some fans gear up for game day, but some fans follow their team every day. That's why the Locked On Podcast Network has a daily podcast for your favorite NBA team. Every trade, every overtime win, every game. Our local experts cover the biggest stories around your team Every day, search Locked On plus your favorite NBA team on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. The Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Celebrate the new year with the ultimate timeless gift, a diamond from Diamonds Direct. Whether you're ready to pop the question or celebrating a lifetime of love, Diamonds Direct can make this New Year's one to remember forever. Now through New Year's Eve, Diamonds Direct has extended our special holiday financing offer, giving you one last chance to pick that perfect ring and spread your payments over three years with zero interest. That makes an $8,000 engagement ring less than $225 a month. And yes, this includes all our world-class designers like Takori and Viraggio, the premier names in bridal jewelry. The holiday rush is over, but Diamonds Direct selection is spectacular with dazzling, rare, precious diamonds in all shapes and sizes. Go see for yourself and enjoy one last week to take advantage of their special holiday finance offer. Three years, zero interest financing on anything and everything. Start the new year with some new excitement, new hope, and some new bling. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Unapproved credit. Her words weren't written under peaceful shade, but under fear for her life. I don't think of all the misery, but of the beauty that still remains. The words of Anne Frank continue to fill us with hope. Hope. Pass it on from PassItOn.com.
Get everyday banking with a better vibe. A vibe that feels like you woke up on the right side of the bed, found the perfect parking spot, or found your keys where you left them. Get the NetSpend all-access account. Reinventing modern, everyday mobile banking with perks that add up. Banking services provided by Pathword NA. Get started today at netspend.com. Deposit account is established by Pathword NA, member FDIC. Deposit account opening is subject to registration and ID verification. Terms and costs apply. Sports Radio 610 is a proud partner of the 2022 Tax Act Texas Bowl. Wednesday, December 28th at NRG Stadium. The Texas Tech Red Raiders and Old Miss Rebels collide in a massive Big 12 SEC matchup right here in Houston. Get your tickets before they're gone at TaxActTexasBowl.com and join us at NRG Stadium Wednesday, December 28th. Houston's Sports Leader. Sports Radio 610. Sports Radio 610 presents Clint Sterner and the show. All right, the drive is uh, is live, and a party is getting started out here at NRG as the uh, the gates will open at 4. Tyler 2.0, a.k.a. Uh, our engineer Aaron, uh, just let me know. Uh, 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 the gates will open at 4. they got parties around here. The band is getting ready over here on the side of us. The sun is coming out. It's feeling good out here. It is. It is feeling good, and it's going to be a great night here, as the uh, the Tax Act Texas Bowl between Ole Miss. I see you, my brother, right there. I see you. Uh, the Tax Act Texas Bowl, Ole Miss Texas Tech gets going right here at NRG. Uh, they always put on a great, uh, a great event every year here, uh, and one of the best bowl games out there. So uh, get on out here. Come say hello to us uh, as we're at uh, the Bud Light Plaza, uh, and uh, enjoy. Enjoy a good time out here. And shout out to David Fletcher, man. He just stopped by a minute That's ago right, and, and told us hello, man. They put the, they put together a first rate event every year. They do Absolutely. this. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing two big time crowds. Ole Miss is going to travel well. I think Texas Tech is going to travel well. There's going to be a lot of fans here tonight. Um, going to be a good game. I'm looking forward to to, to watching it myself. Um, who you got though? Are we gonna put a, we gonna put predictions out there before this? Yeah, are you kid. are you scared? Are you scared of predictions? Because no, I'm, I'm not gonna make you bet or anything. No, no, you I won't even no bet on your own school, so I wow. definitely can't make you bet on okay. you know two teams uh, that you have no affiliation okay, to. But the school that actually you know you got your uh, your 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 college education from. Okay, and, all right, man. You know, won your national championships multiple as, as basketball. Do. I know you remember. Um, yeah, and I'm not afraid to bet on my squad, but yeah. uh, but apparently you're afraid of betting uh, your Y'all got a win in that uh, first responders bowl. Yesterday. We did, and we, yeah. we'd get a win against y'all, too, if we played against Kansas. Sure. So, well, and I don't tell you, sure, it's the truth. When was the last yeah. time Kansas was ever better than Memphis in football? This year. This is untrue. This year. You're afraid of Arkansas right now. <laughs> You're afraid of them running for 360 I am. yards. I am. And you want no parts of Memphis or anything that has to do. You, yeah, you don't even want to be there for the bowl game. Well, listen. Man, yeah, listen. I heard about that too. So, you know, listen, you, you, I mean, you, you know, listen. scared money don't make money, and you're scared right now, I mean, so you're not going to make no money. We're in the first responder bowl, and we're in the Liberty Bowl, so we'll just move on. We play in the Liberty Bowl every week. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, our home game. Congratulations. That's our home game. So, so, so is it a bad thing or is it a good thing? Congratulations. Which one is it? I mean, I, I mean, I we mean, know. It, I mean, you and I both know the bigger bowls, so we don't even need to get into that. All right. Um, He's still looking at me. I'm yeah. still looking at you because <laughs> your team can't beat my team. So it's fine. We'll never know. We just yeah, because you guys never get far Did you all beat to, Houston? Did you all? 
We lost that game late. But yeah. y'all wouldn't beat Houston either. Oh, no, we beat the hell out of Houston. Oh, y'all did? At Houston. By 20. Anyway, uh, yeah. That was that was your big win of the year, huh? One of them. I think we were up by 20. We just gave it. We got Oklahoma up. State, too. That's yeah. uh, Anyway, um, I mean, no need for us to, to talk about But you're about afraid that. of Arkansas. You're, 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 you give me these accolades, but you're afraid to bet on Arkansas. Nervous. What's Arkansas' I got, record? I got, I got 31. Seven and four? Six and six. Oh, they're six and six, and you're afraid to bet on your team. I just don't think it's a good matchup. I'm just honest about it. You're telling on like yourself. You're not being right honest about years, Memphis. No, I'm, I'm, I'm being, being honest. very honest about them. They, they gave up about three games this year that they thousand percent were supposed to win. They were up late in ball games and just tricked them off. So that so that six and six goes to nine and three, and you're playing in the games but it's six that are like. They are what they are. That's right. But I'm not afraid to bet on my team, and you're afraid to bet on yeah, yours. But I just don't like the matchup. I that really sounds don't. very much chicken. Mature, type I know. Of, no, no, <laughs> no. All right, hey, Brandon Cooks. Yeah. Brandon Cooks' future. This I want to throw this out. And, and the trailer will and frame text line, you can jump in on this too. Brandon Cooks, next year, is it an absolute must, necessity that the Texans move on move on past him? And I, and I bring that up with the thought of, listen, it is clear Brandon Cooks don't want to be here to me. It is clear he don't want to be here. Uh, I was shocked as hell that he played last week, and he caught a touchdown, the, the winning touchdown. I thought he was going to sit this thing the rest of the way on out. Uh, but he played. It is clear, though, he doesn't want to be here. Obviously, he's got that big $18 million uh, guarantee that, that's going to hurt him here. But, man, when you start looking at the wide receiver free agent class, we sat there and looked at that yesterday. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a, it's a Juju Smith-Schuster. Mm. It's a Marvin Jones. Mm. It's a McCole Hardman. Uh, it's a DJ chart. Like right, and, and, right, right, right. And the Texans are going to need weapons on the outside to add to this group. And you may see that in the draft. But there is there is a strong argument that they will not be able to add someone as good as Brandon Cooks next year, especially when you look at the free agency class and everything. But with everything that has gone on and how he has reacted, do you think it is a necessity that the Texans move on? Past Brandon Cooks. That's a good question. Because I sure as hell do. I don't. I don't think it's a necessity. But this. This is how I look at it. Brandon Cooks. If you can make a good deal for him and and get good compensation back for him, then you make the deal. If you can't, it's. It, he, he's not. He's not a locker room cancer. He's not a guy that's going. To, and, and you might say, oh, the way he reacted. He reacted. He, he he was in his feelings, but he still came to work. He still played. Why does he play the game if he doesn't have to play the game? If he's a cancer, explain that one to me. So there was a couple of weeks where there was narratives out there that this is a bad yeah, guy. And, and why would he play? Hey, man, if my, he's a cancer, why he could have just shut it down. His calf is jacked up. You saw in the game he re-injured it, right? Did you see that? He he caught the touchdown pass. He re-injured the calf. So people were saying, "Oh, that calf ain't real. The calf can last forever." Da da da. No, nah, I think he actually had a calf injury, and you don't know how it's going to last. He played on it, scored a touchdown. That was the winning touchdown, I believe. Right? You know how that worked yeah, out? Yeah. yeah, he won the touchdown, I'm won the game. You know the answer, no, I'm, I'm just saying. I just wanted you to get that confirmation. Maybe I, maybe I missed something, you know. But he caught the touchdown, won the game, and he hurt his calf in the process. So if he's a cancer, if he's that type of guy, which he's never been known to be yeah. in his career, then that's the type of guy you got to get out the locker room. He's I don't think he's that guy. He's a little bit this year, man. man when, when, you know, I, just, I, 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 think, I, think, I think he was told certain things, and things went and a different way. way. And so he got in his feelings, and he expressed himself. 
And if you're a leader of the team, you, those are things that you're not so supposed you to, to do. Nick about that culture. I don't know about that culture. Yeah, he was, he was upset. <laughs> he was mad. He was mad. He was ready to leave. He was like, he didn't want to leave until they did some things. They say, okay, I'm out of here. Send me on my way. See, I'll go somewhere else. this is where we made, made different because I have concern that, I can tr- that if I can trust Brandon Cooks to be here next year, in a space where I don't think they're going to be competing for any kind of a playoff spot next year. I could be wrong. I would guess they're not going to be competing like that. To trust that he is going to be – I don't want to use the term good soldier because I don't like like the way that sounds. But that I can trust that he is not going to be an issue, that we are not going to have outbursts and, and, and issues like he had this year. It is hard for me to trust that, and so for me, I'm like, boy, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut ties. I think they made a major, major mistake. I believe they had a doable deal that maybe wasn't the absolute best at the trade deadline, but looks a lot better now. And I think that's a, I think that's a part of why Brandon Cooks was ticked off because I think he thought he was going to get moved. But man, it's it's for me. Is that I ask myself that question: Do I trust that Brandon Cooks, with it going probably not winning again? that Brandon Cooks is going to be able to come in 17 weeks and, and not be an issue, I, 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 I'm not sure. But see, I thought that's what we did not want out of Nick Casario, to just make the deal because that was the easy thing to do and to get him out of here because he's a, he's a bad seed and all these type of things. Like, no, nah, if it's not a good deal to make, you don't make the deal. What they can do to kind of mitigate what you're concerned about for next season is you don't crown him anymore. He's not the captain anymore. He's not the leader of the team anymore. He's a piece on the team that's going to help us be successful, period. But I don't, like I said, you make the deal if you can get a good deal for him. If there's not a good, good deal, deal for him, you just you're not dealing him for the sake. That's why the Texans are where they are right now, because they made too many deals just to make the deal. Like, they let JJ go because JJ asked to go. Well, that's I mean this is that's, different. But that, that's that, but this is different than that though, right? Like this is this is a point of you you're wondering if Brandon Cooks who does have a, a large voice in the locker room if he's going to turn off and, and and get in front of a get in front of the media and start going completely against of what the plan is. Like he like he was doing. I, I think it's different than JJ. I don't think I understand it, what you're saying, I, I, but I, I think that's different than JJ. What I'm talking about is that they could have gotten something for J.J. Watt. True. They could have gotten Better. more for DeAndre Hopkins. They could have gotten Damn more sure. for Jadavion Cloud. There's a lot of pieces the that left the building. The, Hop- they, the Hopkins one is I'm close. just giving you examples. There are different levels to all of them, but there has not been an example in the past, I don't know, three, four years where I can say the Texans won that trade. The whole point of bringing Nick Casario in here was to change that because he's been notorious with the Patriots, they figure out ways to get over on people when it comes to moving and wheeling and dealing. So for you to three years into it say Casario just got to get him out of here because he's a bad seed, then you just kind of going against the whole reason why he's supposed to be here. I don't. I think that's an emotional decision. It might be. I, I don't think. I don't think that's the way you should approach it if you're the GM I, of the franchise. Brandon Cooks has never been thought of as a bad guy in the locker room until he had this outburst. And it lasted for until a few it weeks. Happened. Until like, it happened. I, I, I'm not, I, I can, can't. Tr- I, I can. I can clear. I could see Brandon Cooks taking it up another notch to get himself out of here. Why? Because he doesn't want to be here. 
I, how I, do you be, why do you believe that? Why did he play if he didn't want to be? Because he's here? he's he's expressed it. I mean, that's what he's expressed it. He expressed that he was upset with something that took place. People are human beings. There's things that happen that people will express themselves sometimes not in good ways. So you that doesn't you mean you can't Cooks come back from that. Here. You think you think Brandon Cooks wants to be here? I think he's I think he's going to have no choice. If they don't find the right deal. Yeah, but you and if he has no here. choice, I think he's going to do his job. I think he's the type of player that he's going to do his job. Wanting to be here doesn't matter. That's immaterial. That don't matter. If you're a pro, a pro is going to go out there and do his job and not get beat. I'm going to compete against the person across from me. So all of that feeling stuff don't matter. That's what I'm saying. I don't think he's the type of guy that's going to tank or that's going to intentionally play. But he's not going to pull a James Harden and get fat so he can get traded. He's not that type of guy. I don't see that in him. I, I hear and you. people so, are willing and, to bring James Harden back and I think that's where after we go. he did that. I don't know so what the hell that's about. I'm just saying. There's people I, that's I, like, well, she, come on back, James. I hear, I hear he's not that type there. of guy. But see, I, I, I just can't never tr- got I that impression tr- Cooks I, at all. I didn't either until this year. I can't trust that Brady But him coming back and playing, that doesn't change that uh, at all. To me, I think there's a motive. Hey, I, I better show these folks real quick that, I can, that, that I'm good. I, I feel like that, it, to me, if you're asking me, gun to my head, hard to scroll in places I don't want to get uh, shot. I think that, that, would be the, that would be the place. I think if I'm Brandon Cooks, I'm not worried about that because if you look at the quarterback play, what he's had this year and what's been going on with how, how he's been getting the ball or not getting the ball, I, I don't think that's the deal at all. All right. I want to I want to hear from you and the people. The number one reason, the number one reason or person to blame of why JJ Watt isn't going to finish his NFL career as a Houston Texan. We'll discuss that next on the drive. Live from the Twin Peaks Studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. We are fired up here, and and we just did another uh, half segment through the break. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. As, as, as we'll, we we'll can talk about it. it. We can, Let's we'll talk about it, it I man. Mean, I, yeah, I, we'll, we'll get to it. But I did tease this, and I see people on the trailer wheel and frame text line going through. And I and I want to get people's thoughts on this. I want you to chew on this, as my, mm. as my uncle would say. Mm. Uh if you had to think about it, the number one, because that, that's, a, that's a sad thing. We didn't really get to talk about this yesterday a lot of, damn, it feels like, and you said it earlier in our open, well, it feels like J.J. Watt is a guy that should be retiring as a Texan, that this should be the big story right now here in Houston, and is J.J. Watt has two more games playing for the Texans. His jersey immediately retired, which I think it should be anyway. And, and, and I think people, no one should ever wear 80 or 99 again. Agreed. And he goes right up. Into, like, this should be a celebrated thing. This should be like Derek Jeter. This should be like the late Kobe Bryant. This should be like those guys that played with the same team. Ben Roethlisberger, who we watched retire. We were right here at this set last year when he announced that he was going to retire and ended it as a Pittsburgh Steeler. J.J. Watt is a Houston Texan. What do, who would you say is to blame? Like, if you had to, if you had to think, if you rack your brain, you rack your mind, the number one culprit person or reason of why J.J. Watt isn't a Houston Texan right now and didn't retire as a Texan, what, what would you, who would you say is, or what would you say is the number one thing responsible for that? I, I think a lot of people might take, what I would consider the easy way out and say that it's, oh, I can't it's, wait for it's this. Jack Easterby or they might say that it's, you know, Calvin Nair, but 
I thousand percent believe like it's it's Bill O'Brien. Mm. Bill O'Brien is the reason why JJ Watt I want to um, hear your did explanation. Not finish as a Houston Texan. Um, remember now, towards the end of it, Bill O'Brien was the decision maker. He was the boss, right? You know the the owner. They I just, I just want you to, that, people to know he, that Wade is Wade. When it comes back to my turn, Wade is going to great get great enjoyment out of my explanation. Okay, and it's going to really crush me. I just, I just, I know it. I prepared it as soon as I put this in. Uh-huh. I prepared myself for this. But go ahead. But Bill O'Brien was the decision maker. Now he had influences by Jack Easterby, but he made the decisions. Bill O'Brien did. Bill O'Brien thought to himself, "I don't need DeAndre Hopkins." I can get rid of DeAndre Hopkins, and our offense will be better for it. After we went to the divisional round of the playoffs and were up by, was it 24 points? Yeah, 24 to 24 nine. points was in the against the Kansas City Chiefs it's another, on the another road. another answer you knew. 24 to Bill nine. O'Brien. <laughs> You're giving me way too much credit for my memory, but it's fine. I'll take it. <laughs> Everyone Bill O'Brien. knows the text from 24 to <laughs> I'm just trying to tell you, Bill O'Brien was the decision maker and the one that did what he did and decided that Hop had to go. He was the reason at the end that J.J. Watt is having arguments with him about, hey, why don't y'all get a first down on the field? J.J. Watt having arguments with coaches. That's, that's weird. That's, that's out of character. Are we going to hold that against him like we hold him against Brandon? I'm just saying, things happen. Things happen on the field, and people sometimes they get out of character. Bill O'Brien, thousand percent, was the reason why JJ Watt got out of here because JJ Watt saw, oh, y'all done traded everybody away. I can't. I'm trying to win something big here. Can't win it here because you traded everybody away. Alienated uh, Hop because you allowed this dude to come into the building and influence too much. And so I, I thousand percent got to set, set it at the feet of Bill O'Brien. There was a lot of factors, but if they had to pick one, you change one factor and it changes everything else, I would say Bill O'Brien. Trailer Will and Frame text line, Bill O'Brien, Cal McNair. I blame Bill O'Brien. I blame Jack Easterby. Uh, Cal McNair again. Um, come on, Bill O'Brien, and he should never be allowed to step foot in NRG Stadium again. Um, well, Hopefully in college, uh, for you all, uh, his team never makes it to the uh, to the Tax Act Texas Texas Bowl because uh, he sure as hell will step back in to NRG <laughs> before. But listen, nah, Wade. Bill O'Brien going to be in New England next year as offensive yeah, coordinator. I actually get somebody that like, has, has experience calling plays. Wade, I, you're right. You're, you're, I'm right? You're absolutely right. Am and, I right? You've been right. From one of the first conversations we had about this about three years ago, whoever it was, and I and I'm sure Bill O'Brien is the decision maker. I think Jack Easterby, from what we've heard, had something uh, of 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 a decision in it, had a voice in it. Whoever it was that made the decision to move on from DeAndre Hopkins, and I will full out say it at the time, and we've had conversations. I could see the reasoning. I could see how and why. And Wade is shaking his head right now. Because that, that's what I did at the time. At that's the what time. I did at the time. I, I said I like, could see. So I'm a, let's, let's t- pull the court turn back. When you were standing <laughs> so on the table let, trying to explain this away, I wasn't standing on the within table. I your was first, first six months of being here, I said, this dude, show man, I, what the hell is he doing? 
this is not the way to go. Bill O'Brien has lost his mind to think that you can get rid of a guy like that and everything is going to be all right. It just it doesn't work that way. You I, need I, players. I tell you, my, my my issue was I under I underestimated how what do they call it wave, waves and waves of players levels and what did they call it? Yeah, so they the came up with some little. little I underestimated term. I underestimated two things, and I will admit this, and I will admit that some of this had to do with the distance that I had uh, that I was away from the situation. One, I think I miss uh, I misunderstood how the impact of of. DeAndre Hopkins, the effect that would have in the locker room to to everyone else, right? Um, and I, and then understanding the coaching here, how how they weren't at a level that I thought they could be. Because my thinking is, Deion, I think Deshaun Watson, he is now entering a space where I think he is a guy who's ready to carry more of a load, and you give him more receivers. To me, Will Fuller. Brandon Cooks at the time, you know, coming off of five straight thousand yard seasons, and it, it, they, they had about three or four. Randall Cobb, who's a good slot guy, you you saw this, and you thought weapons around. You're like, all right, the, uh, with 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 uh, uh, with Watson taking another step, you could see this offense coming along. Tunzel, and then you had Titus Howard healthy. I thought you can you yep. could see this. I I was wrong in terms of the impact that Hopkins would have. In the locker room and how people would react, and then, as as Clint would say, the polos on the sideline. They they just weren't as good as maybe I thought they were. But you're dead right on this. Whoever it was that made the decision to move on, to move on from DeAndre Hopkins at that point, it took it took the trajectory trajectory of where the Texans were in terms of winning off the table. And when that happened, it made JJ want to look around because what JJ said when he went to the Cardinals is they got the quarterback now he was wrong there uh, or at least the, the situation they've got the quarterback they're going in a different direction we all know JJ believed in Deshaun Watson we all know that right. and what you said now, was he was willing to leave that and I and I'm really <laughs> and I'm really laying it on for but I'm just being honest this is what Wade said at the time damn it you add you add you look at what you know the Chiefs had, had done. They added Sammy Watkins. Brandon Cooks could have been here, and you're saying you could have had Brandon. Hopkins. You're saying you had Brandon Cooks, you had Hopkins. You, had, you add to try to go up. Instead, they went in a different way. And if they added, and JJ Watt thought he really had a chance to win here, he would have never left. Thousand percent. And that is that is. And I and I was I was wrong on that situation. It and happened, and, and, and you were right. But they added if they if they were to add, and JJ thought. Because he had the, the toughest thing, the quarterback. If they added to that and said, we're down 24 to nothing against the Chiefs and said, let's just do what everybody else has now done in the AFC, right? Load it up. Like, it's just loaded up, right? As we saw the Chargers, they go out and say, all right, we're going to get we, – we, we already got Bosa. We're going to have a book in on the other side, and mm-hmm. we're going to go get Khalil Mack. We look at the Raiders, even though they've sucked, but we're going to go and get Chandler Jones to book in with our with our other guy Crosby, and the, and the Broncos went said we're going to go get guys. We'll get Randy Gregory to go with Bradley Chubb, who they didn't trade it. But they'll do all like but all Buffalo of these went teams. Out Buffalo, and got Diggs. Von like, Miller, and they got Von Diggs. Miller, yeah. If the Texans took that strategy, I I do think JJ would have believed that he could win here, and and he would have stayed. So whoever it was who made the decision of moving on from DeAndre Hopkins, which I think. 
I think probably Jack and Bill are in that. I think that is the number one reason to blame of J.J. Watt not being here. And it's unfortunate because J.J. Watt, um, he's a hell of a football player, one, one of the greatest to ever do it. And minus some poor decision-making, minus some philosophies that just, quote-unquote, went against the grain and thinking outside the box in the 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 most illogical way that I can see because I've never seen any evidence of it work doing it the way that they're talking about outside of that place up there in Massachusetts. Like, hey, uh, he would have been here. Yeah, He would have been here. And so he would have never left. He would have had no reason to leave. He would have had – those thoughts would have never went through his head. If he would have left, he would have left because – I don't, I don't know. I can't think of a scenario because they would have figured out a way to pay him. He, he's the type of guy that would have took le- less money to stay around because you brought in the brand of well, you brought. The only thing that he may have left is, is actually what played out he, with, with the Deshaun situation going to hell in a handbasket. I don't even that, know if that, that ever maybe, comes out, bro. Where if Deshaun's not playing for a year and a half, I don't, I, like, I don't even know if that you ever don't know comes that out. Yeah, I don't even know maybe. if it ever comes you know, out. better than I do. Yeah, I'm not. I know uh, who better. Oh, you said you don't even know if it would have come out. Is that yeah? What I, don't, I don't. Oh. I don't know if that ever comes out. Okay. No, no, you don't know. That'd be interesting. All right, coming up, Clint Sterner's football at four as we're live out here getting you ready for the Tax Act Texas Bowl. Uh, we'll get you ready for those uh, for that big game coming up. And uh, should the Texans continue to do something that has been a major part of why why they have been so much more successful the last three games? We'll discuss that coming up next. 